0: Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila.
1: And it's Wednesday. Happy hump day. Not only that, you guys, it's Masturbation May. And we are on a Dick Talks. Are we on a Dick Talks? Are we on a Dick Talks?
0: Oh, wow. Are Wait. we on a Dick Talks? You think you have friends and there's loyalty, but there's none.
1: I don't think I've had sex
0: since three days ago, so I am on a TikTok. Okay, okay.
1: Um, For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, um, starting May 1st, I have encouraged the community to join me on abstaining from sex for the month of May um, to do some inner healing, you know, just questioning why it is we're having sex with some of the people that we're having sex with, healing our vaginas, giving them a little break, Um, Doing some manifestation during this month and coming back to self, especially because it is Masturbation May. So, yes, we're abstaining from sex. And yes, we are masturbating. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, what she said. And I'm really excited because um, we have our first meetup um, tomorrow with the community on Patreon. So in order to join the Dick Talks, you have to join Patreon, our Past Your Bedtime tier. Um, And it's worth it. Our Past Your Bedtime tier not only has the Dick Talks, but has so much other content that we don't post on the internet and that we don't talk about on the podcast. We have a roll-up on there that we do where we roll up our favorite weed, we talk our shit, we have blog posts. We have sex positions one-on-one where Mm -hmm. Eric and I reenact our most favorite, most recent uh, sex positions, which I have some to show you. Oh, you do? And Mila just posted her birth video, which people have been crying about oh. in the Patreons. Have you seen it? I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. Um, I'm going to post mine. Mine is about six seconds long because my baby daddy was screaming like a psychopath during <laughs> it and decided that he had had enough and turned the camera off. <laughs> you don't need to see this. This will be it. It was a C-section. So, you know, maybe not as beautiful as your vaginal birth. Um, all births are equal um but yeah on thursday we're having a zoom call to talk about um the dick talks and we're going to do that every week our third week i'm really excited because we have samaya of sexual essentials who's going to teach us all about manifestation masturbation and that i feel
0: like Uh, she told us that class is no longer offered over there. So this will be um, an an exclusive drop to see all the insights to how you
1: manifest during masturbation, which is my shit. Yeah, and we also have Bruna coming on too. Um, And Bruna, if you guys haven't, Heard us talk about Bruna. She's been part of our events. She's been a guest on our show. She actually did the episode called A Thousand Days of Celibacy because she was celibate for a thousand days. And actually she's celibate again right now and joining us on the Dick Talks. So I'm really excited to talk to her and share and hear about her experience um, in abstaining from sex for a thousand days, which essentially is like three years. Um, And I know some of you guys, too, have already have been abstaining for a while. And I want to encourage you to join, too. Um, This isn't for necessarily if you've just decided to start. This isn't necessarily for people that aren't married, because I think that taking breaks from sex, even in your relationships, is is a good idea to kind of like, you know, come back to self and, you know, really think about resetting. Resetting is this nigga for me is this bitch for me? And also um, just appreciating each other more, you know, in, in the in the abstaining and coming back to like why you guys really are together in the first place.
0: There's so many ways to experience intimacy, you know? And I, I realize I like all the ways. I like sex a lot, but also I'm a cuddling ass bitch. <laughs> and I'm also a making out ass bitch. But yeah, if you can maintain a relationship
1: and still like each other and love each other without oral and penetrative sex, or having sex because you feel obligated to, you know, and kind of coming back and, you know, getting excited about having sex. Um, and courting and flirting. I love that. I mean, I honestly, I feel more powerful than ever not having sex. I feel like I'm in control and um, not just of like, you know, whether or not I'm having sex with men, but just, I just feel more, I don't know, like, confident <laughs> overall. Um, when I did it two years ago. <laughs>
0: Was it two years ago? I I did feel like so much more clear, Mm -hmm. so much more confident and like, I don't need that. I'm cool. After like the first like two or three months, I got like settled in it. The first two, I was acting crazy. (laughs) But yeah, um, I'm definitely, yeah, I I definitely can use it. I think it's a good reminder what you want and what you need because it blurs your vision. Right. I
1: think if you abstain, you'll be like, do I really like this nigga? Or is the dick just good? Because a lot of times the dick is just good. And then on a lot of times the dick isn't even that
0: good. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's like, God, I was dick for what? It's just the only dick you're getting right now. And you like it combined with the fact that you kind of like that person and that person
1: likes you. And then you get fucking confused and dazed. So anyway, if you're interested in joining the Dick Talks, the details are in the description of this episode. Or you can just go to patreon.com backslash good bad choices. Like I said, join our pasture bedtime tier and we'll see you on Thursday. And every other week after that, because we're gonna have to hold each other accountable and have a support system. It is a TikToks support group. Okay. <laughs> it is. It is a support group because I have felt weak and I know that it's hard, especially when you decide to take a seat. That's when they all start crawling out of the woodworks. It's like they know they can smell it on you. That like you're not fucking. And they're like, like dangling their dick like a carrot in front of your face. Like you want some? Like hitting hitting your face. <laughs> Are
0: you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? But how about now? <laughs> 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 do but not really. Um. Anyway. Um. Should we pull pull some cards? Sure. We're doing it digitally today.
1: Um, We're also not at our our other office because we're so tired. Yeah, we've been really fancy and shooting somewhere else, but now we're back in the OG spot. (laughs) Because it is 9 o'clock at night, our kids are still not asleep.
0: We've ordered Thai food for the 499th time in one year. And um, we're stressed (laughs) and drinking Hennessy because that's all Erica has to drink and that will do. And actually, Hennessy with lemonade is actually delicious. Today's card is the star. Um, Spirituality, inspiration, serenity, hope, renewal. Financially speaking, if you have been having money issues, the star tells you that there is a way to get your finances in check. Now is a good time to make investments within reason, as the star is an upright position, signifies your finances moving in a positive direction. That's nice. Hmm. And speaking of that, we actually... um, the Wealth Rules Everything Around Me two-day course. And it was pretty amazing. There were a lot of women in there caring about their, their wealth and their investments.
1: And yeah. So
0: much information.
1: Loose is just amazing. I, if you guys listened to our episode with The Wealth Witch with Loose Warrior, you know that she is a money generator and a wealth witch. And she really ties manifestation and spirituality into finances. And so her Wealth Rules Everything Around Me course was that essentially on top of just teaching everyone about the basics of the stock market which can be really overwhelming and you think that like you don't like you're not invited into that space because it, you know traditionally or historically it's been a space for like old white men um but really it when she broke it down it's not that difficult to understand and it's just a really great course i recommend I think she's having another one next month. I don't know if it's sold out because her shit be selling out quick. Um, but make sure you go check out Loose Warrior in Loose We Trust L U Z in Loose We Trust um, if you're interested in you know getting them finances together. We're not in money March, but baby, we're gonna keep this money flowing. We're in money March for the rest of our lives. Yeah, <laughs> always. I mean, ever since then, I'm I'm in it. Like I've been I've been investing in cryptocurrency. My crypto is up right now. I don't know if anyone is into cryptocurrency, um, but I invested in Ethereum. Shout out to Ashley Runway, my homegirl Ashley. She's really got me into the crypto space. I'm still confused a bit, but I'm learning. Um, and yeah, it's it's been interesting. <clears throat> but anyway, how are you, friend? <sighs> I'm motherfucking tired.
0: Um, I'm grateful, but i'm a little bit overwhelmed today but good you know still good today has been a long fucking day we have literally i literally knocked on erica's door at fucking 7 30 7 30 in the morning she knocked and i was like whoa she's what What are you doing here this early <laughs> and it's now nine seventeen, and we've literally been
1: just packing packaging all day all fucking day i love you guys you guys bought so much of our merch i'm so grateful i'm so tired though we just sold out of our bucket hat which is our second we've dropped twice now and it's sold out again in like a day and a half and um if you haven't checked out our merch please do it's 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 almost gone we're gonna have to re-up um but yeah we need help (laughs) we need help um Yeah, this
0: is actually definitely every days like this, I'm like, God, this is such an independent, this is an independent business (laughs) doing a lot, we're doing all the shit over here. Um, I am really grateful though, but you know, everyday shit just, you know, some days, most days for us, technology works against me. (laughs) I've been trying to sign up Luna for soccer for fucking three weeks. (laughs) I can't log in, I, it's fucking with me. I'm like, it's fucking soccer. Here's the money, here's her name. Why the fuck do I have to log in to register, to upload her fucking birth certificate? I'm her mother, I birthed her, she's at soccer. <laughs> Just let her play. Don't make me log into shit, don't make me res- reset one more password. I bought her cleats. Like what the fuck else do you want from me? If you email me one more time about this fucking login, I'm gonna freak out. It's Mother's Day this weekend. Treat mothers nice. I mean, honestly, like, motherhood is the most fulfilling, grateful, amazing, s- fucking self-sacrificing thing I've ever done. But it is so hard. Like, I just constantly feel like I'm fucking it up. But I know I'm tr- I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. And so are you. Wherever you're at, feeling overwhelmed and tired and, like, are you questioning yourself,
1: you're doing a good job. You really are. You know, the other day I was on, um, <clears throat> I shared something on our close friends, and I got really emotional because I have been feeling like I have been very distracted from motherhood because I'm so focused on my career. I'm so focused on trying to move out of this house. I'm so focused on the multiple projects that we have going on that. I have been feeling like I've not been spending enough time with my daughter and my daughter, granted, is an attention hoochie. <laughs> um, but even so, I I know, in my, I've been feeling in my heart, like I have not been present at all. Um, and so I we got home the other night and uh, she was kind of quiet. I had been working all day and had not played with her all day and like, like, had someone else take her to soccer practice, had someone else do something else for her. Like, I have not been, like, I haven't been taking her to any of her activities. Like, thank God for Tribe, but also, like, I haven't been able, I haven't done any of it. And so she got, we got home, and, like, she was sitting on the couch, which, and quiet, just quiet, which never happens. And, like, I'm in the kitchen, I'm on the phone, distracted again. And uh, I I I get off the phone, and I tell her she has to take a bath. And she's like, starts crying. I was like, I don't want to take a bath. I don't want to take a bath. And I was like, well, if you're not gonna take a bath, you need to go to bed. And she was like, fine. And I was like, oh, that was way too easy. Okay. So I'm like, all right, well she gets she 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 gets dressed and she's just like crying. And then she goes in the bed and she's crying and I'm thinking like she's being dramatic. <clears throat> but also I'm thinking like God I haven't really been spending time with her. Maybe she's noticed. No she hasn't noticed. Maybe I'm just being hard on myself. No, whatever. So she goes she goes, I close the door and then I go back and check on her in like 10 minutes and she's still crying. And I'm like, why are you still crying? Like, you got what you wanted. You didn't take the bath. You're in bed. It's late anyway. Like, what are you crying about? And like, and she just couldn't like verbalize it. She was crying so hard that like, she couldn't like say why she was crying. And so I was like, all right, well, let me list some things out. Like, like why, like, are you crying? Cause of this, cause of this. She was like, no, no, no. And I was like, are you crying? Because mommy's been really busy. And she said, yes. And then she was like, are you, I'm like, are you crying because I didn't play with you today? And then she was like, you never play with me. It's like, are you upset when I'm on my phone? And she's like, you're always on your phone. I always tell you to get off your phone. You're always on your phone. And I was like, God. fuck. And your kids can call And she was out. like, and you could tell, like, those were the reasons. Because she was like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. I, like, I know you know. And at that moment, I was like, fuck, I'm caught. Like, my feelings are confirmed. Like, I haven't been, like, sliding, like, sliding past her and her not, like, realizing that mommy's been trash lately. So, you know, I went up in her bed and, like, I told her, like, I'm sorry. And that I've just been, like, so focused on, like, trying to move and, like, my work. But, like, that I need to do better. And, like, I just started, I didn't want to cry, but then I just started crying and then we were both crying, and then, like, she, like, reached her little arms out and, like, held me on her chest like my fucking mom, <laughs> like, like was, like, petting me, and I was, like, bawling, and then I was just like, I'm going to do better, I'm so sorry, like, I, you're right, like, I'm on my phone too much, and I want to be here for you, I love you, you're almost like, I can't believe you're almost, that's when I, that's why I started crying. I was like, I can't believe you're almost six. (laughs) Yeah. This is like two days before her birthday. I'm going to cry thinking about it. Um, and I just felt like, I felt like shit. I felt like shit. I mean, I felt like, wow, this is afterwards. I was like, that was such a beautiful moment that I could share with my daughter. But I also felt like shit because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to change anything right now because I do have so much going on and I have to keep it moving. And like, i know that there's ways that maybe i can incorporate her more like her you know being a part of my work even if it's like not really part of my work or like making her feel involved and stuff right but um i just was i got more upset after i left her because i was like i don't know how i'm supposed to like shift this and i'm like i just got like i was like i i envied married people in that moment because i was like if you're married like, me and Jamila always talk about, like, we're so glad we're not married because like, we get to drop the kids <laughs> off and have our own time and we get we get our space, you know, we get space. Um, but in that moment, I was like, if I was married, I wouldn't, I don't feel like I'd feel feel this guilt. Like, I'd be able to, like, pass her on to someone in my home and, like, he could take on some of this guilt or something. But or at least <clears> take on some of the respons- responsibility, the, the attention, yeah. And, like, her dad is just gone and just be, just making her on his own schedule and telling me his schedule and not asking me my schedule. And it's just... Yeah, anyway, I just felt just reflecting on like single motherhood. Like when we started this podcast, you know, our daughters were three years old. And now they're six years old, which is crazy. And they're so much more aware. They're so much more vocal about their needs and wants. And we've grown closer to them, obviously, in, the, in that time. And so I feel her when, they, when, like, when things aren't going the way they should and to be honest they're not really they're like and and i don't i i'm trying to find balance but i don't think there's ever a perfect balance like there's just imbalance often there's balance sometimes for sure but then there's just imbalance and i don't know like pete when i read when i when i posted on close friends like a lot of moms like you know gave me advice and i appreciate that because me and Jamila, we're we're new moms essentially. Like we're well, new I've been to- doing it for six years. Yeah, and so like hearing from other moms that have like ten year olds or fifteen year olds and are like in school, have a job, single parent, like the same shit. You know, it was nice. I'm just so grateful for like our tribe, especially like our secret tribe at Patreon because I I don't you know, Scorpio, I don't feel like I don't like want to share everything, even though I'm sharing this right now. <laughs> um, but, like, those are really super emotional in the moment moments. Like, when I can reach out to my people and you guys comfort me, I'm so grateful. And that's really, <clears throat> I was thinking about like not feeling like I had community or not feeling like I had any mom friends when I started, when we started this podcast. And like the fact that I have so many people now and I don't know all of you guys, but like I feel like I know all of you guys. You feel,
0: you feel the support, you feel the energy, and you feel like, you know, you feel that other people have been there. I genuinely feel the love all the time. You know, even if it's just, like, a couple comments or a couple, a, a line or two here, roll up in the DM there. I do feel surrounded by, like, powerful women that are going through similar experiences. So, that's like, that's amazing. Yeah, because I we did feel very alone in the beginning and we desperately needed each other and everyone else. It's crazy because... Like well obviously we're together all the time so we are a reflection of one another and we're a reflection of like a lot of times inevitably we we are each other's business partner and whatever you're experiencing I'm often experiencing it too and like whether or not I want to acknowledge it or say it vocally like if your kid's feeling a little neglected probably chances are mine is too (laughs) because we're, we're living a lot of like a very parallel life and trying to um, just balance a lot of stuff, and you know, be successful and be rich, and then like get to this space where we're not like hustling and bustling and moving all day. And but I've said this before, like I, there's this other fear, like time is going by so quickly. Like they were three when they started, we were literally screaming in the other room it's constantly for them to be quiet. And then like just three years later, they're vastly different. They can communicate so much better that, you know, they're more in tune with their feelings. They're more aware um, and just trying to balance work and, you know, justify getting rich so that they could live better lives. We can live better lives, work less, but then also trying to manage like personal lives and like niggas and like this shit that really doesn't matter. But like we still make time for it because, well, we're human mm-hmm. and it feels good. And it feels good. And, and it's and, a distraction from, from responsibility. From so, yeah, and you know what I've been like really um, exploring is that the same, the same ch- trauma, the same childhood trauma that I'm healing from or attempting to healing from or rather avoiding healing from is needing and wanting attention from my parents. That same trauma, of wanting attention and wanting love and wanting to feel validated is like literally the exact same trauma that allows me to distract myself with like relationships or, you know, guys or whatever the fuck it is. And like this crazy ma- like when I'd step back and even see you just you know, be vulnerable and discuss that because obviously I have very similar feelings and I have like, panic attacks inside, like fuck she's gonna grow up and like remember that I've just been on my phone or been working and then by that time she won't give a fuck to hang out with me but it's just like if I don't address that childhood trauma in myself right now the need to feel attention to feel like romantic love or whatever the fuck it is I will inevitably pass that on to my daughter mm-hmm. and maybe make her feel whatever the fuck I was feeling at my age and like granted my my um my parents were married and lived in the same household but it was deeply fucked up and they weren't healed and like there was a lot of them going back and forth and chasing each other you know my like really Mm -hmm. they had a very codependent relationship and there were so many times i remember being like these niggas are so worried about each other they're ignoring everything else. Like I remember vividly thinking that, and I so I recognize so much how a part of me, a part of my distraction and wanting to seek love and attention, really stems from that. And obviously, like I, I'd, I'd like to say that I'm, I try to do better than my parents, and like be more attentive, be more chill, be all these things that maybe they weren't. But at the very root of that need for attention is still me this child you know and like i if i don't do the steps which is an everyday work to try and correct those things and heal myself that i like i'm going to pass that trauma on <laughs> i was telling erica today my statement not my quote mm. <laughs> <laughs> that you know dysfunction is like mold if you don't attend to it it will inevitably like spread into every other part, every other existence, your family, your relationship, your relationship with your kids. And like that dysfunction is like trauma that's unhealed. Um, and sometimes it's hard to admit when you fuck up or when you're wrong and when you're not doing a good job balancing. Um, but that's a part of it. That's a part of getting back on it. But like that has been heavy on my heart because I'm an avoidant attacher. Avoidant attachment. Oh, avoidant attachment. attachment. Like I have an avoidant attachment. Avoidant. I have a confused attachment. So I will try to attach myself to someone and then attach myself until they like love me and then be like, oh no 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 no, never mind, just kidding, and try and detach because now I'm scared of it. But it's just this vicious cycle of just like running. You know, running from myself, running from... And just seeking validation and love and, like, um, admiration from outside places. And you can't. You'll I'll be fucking searching for that forever. Because no one's ever going to love you better than you love yourself. It's true. And if you can't, like, fully give that to yourself, then how can you give that to your kids or to anybody else? So, yeah, there's just...
1: You're, I mean, you're, like, the, you're, our kids are mirrors. They really like force us to to stare deep in their eyeballs and like fucking be like, "You have, you're still not doing the work, bitch." Guess what? I'm getting older. Oh, you see that thing I that I do that you don't like? That's you, bitch. Like that's me being you because I'm watching you do that dumb shit, and now I won't unlearn it because I've been watching it for too long. I mean, I don't want to say won't we'll it, but. I don't know. It's, I, I think about like, because we, we took these attachment tests, right. And um, last week we had Felicia Latour on um, and she was talking about our attachment styles. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about this, but it's just basically based in childhood and like how we are as adults um, as in relationships essentially. Um, And mine was when I took the test, I was just secure attachment and people are really proud of being like the secure, like having secure attachment tendencies and stuff. Um, But I don't know if it's all that great either (laughs) because there's a sense of like, uh, I don't need anybody, Mm -hmm. I think for me and, but I, but I do need people, but like no one's ever good enough. You know, and, like, that's what I've realized, too. And I know that men have told me that, too. Like, men have always said, like, you make me feel like I'm not good enough. And I'm like, because you're not. But also, like, I'm not perfect either. Fuck. And, like, even, like, recently I went on this secret trip. And <laughs> that only, like, only close friends got to see. Um, and uh, just, like, expecting men to be more than where I'm at. You know, like wanting men to give me shit that necessarily, yeah, I can, I can give myself and like the the situation is a little different, but I was thinking about that a lot too. Like my desire for like a man to have this and this and that and that. And it's like, bitch, you don't have all of those things. So how are you going to sit here and demand that he does? And I'm like, well, because I want him to elevate me. I want him to motivate me. I'm already motivated. I'm on my way there. So you need to be there already. One of us needs to be there. Make the shit easier. (laughs) You need to make the shit
0: easier. (laughs) Teach me something. Make it easier. But then I was like, well,
1: who am I to say that? You know, I don't know. I've been like... Battling these these rules I've made for myself when it comes to like the men I want, and I think that some of them are val valid for sure. But then some of them, I'm like, are these tactics to never set to never find that person? Are these like ways for me to be like mm, almost but not really?
0: She's a runner. She's a track star.
1: <laughs> and it's so weird because I wasn't always. I've I've always been like a very much a relationship person, and now I find myself like making. I don't know, like, oh, like, if a guy, like, if a guy I'm seeing tell is, like, talk, like, test mentions another girl, I'm, like, encouraging them to, like, go with, be with them. Is it because or, like, you're testing it and you want to, like, test your, like, your own, I sometimes test
0: it. It's just so I can be like, yeah, this is not really for me anyway. Go. Like, yeah, I, I like, I would like someone and then I'll find reasons not to like them. And, you know, because I'll tell you about it getting to school on time and fucking logging into that covid thing just for them to get in it's just so much fucking work writing absent notes making lunch i can't every day i buy lunch for luna i like stop at subway on the way to school like every day cuz i'm irresponsible no. <laughs> and she's and she's bougie your daughter is she rude. wants like sushi for lunch and tuna sandwiches specifically only from subway cuz she doesn't like my tuna It's crazy. I'm just like, I do get envious too of married couples. That woman over there has her husband to pick up where she left off or when she wants to go cry in the bathroom. You know, (laughs) Peter can fucking make dinner.
1: (laughs) But I can't.
0: I can't cry in the bathroom and make dinner.
1: it's one or the other it's one
0: or the other and stuff so we gotta eat
1: <laughs> usually the crying mm-hmm. but I'll do it later and then you don't even do it so it just builds up inside you until you fucking explode and curse your kid out by accident <laughs> speaking of that the other day my it was my mom's birthday and they
0: made a really late reservation and I should have just been an adult mom and said we're not gonna go but she wanted to go and I was like we're gonna go and celebrate it was fucking late she was acting she was like screaming like no no like I'm not gonna and I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, we're not going. We're not. She's like, then she would break out into tears about not going. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? I'm like seeing the peak of like that early teenage, like rebellious. And I'm, I'm not prepared. I think, I, is there a class? Does anyone know like the prepare moms for the stage class? Because I need to take it. What is the stage? Like eight through seven through nine? I don't know. Tweenager or whatever. What do they call it? Like. I don't know, like attitude. I, I I don't fucking know. Do we need to develop the class when we get the answers, whenever that is? Mm-hmm. There has to be a meditation specifically dedicated to moms for their kids when they get attitude age. I'm look it up. How do, you do how do you manage? Somebody give me the answers.
1: Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> You're doing a good job. You're doing a great job. You're a great mom. Thank you. You're you a great mom. Thanks for that. Yeah, I love you too. And you're doing a great job too. Thank you. You really are. You're very patient. I love you. You teach me patience. We're doing the best we can with what we got. Yeah. Okay. And inevitably our kids are going to blame us for some shit it's just inevitable it might not even it's going to be the most unexpected shit too it's going to be like that's what you fucking think i fucked up on not the 40 times i let you go to bed at 1am cuz right. i was recording my podcast right oh the no, school night not the times where i like i didn't like talk to you for like 12 hours 72 hours, hours straight cuz i was packaging packages <laughs> They're like, you didn't come to my soccer game. Like, it's gonna be like that one time that you made me not tuck my shirt in. You didn't let me be the fashionista I was meant to be. You're right? Like, what the fuck? I'm gonna laugh and then I'm gonna cry again in her arms while she holds me. Luna <laughs> be
0: holding me too. I'll be like, damn, this is my, is this my mom? Like, there is some healing, some inter, like, some. Like exchange healing that happens, and I'm I'm always proud and happy to when she sees me, not be weak, but like be less, be human, right? In like a lot of ways, I'm I'm I am grateful to let Lona see me be human because it lets her know that I'm not perfect, you know. And like at the end of the day, when she gets older and tries to blame me for her trauma, I'm like I told you, I was fucking up. <laughs> What do you want from me? I, I told you when you were six. I told you when you were eight. I'm telling you now. Like, it's not a secret. I'm sorry. At least I did like our parents were like, I did everything perfectly right. And I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I never said that. Well, never said that. I you never said that. that. I don't know why you're so
1: emotional. I was
0: like, look at my journal in 1999. Oh.
1: It says, My mom said My mom literally always says, You're so emotional. You're so emotional. I'm like, so when are you dismissive? Like, when are you gonna just accept an emotional and stop using it against me? Yeah, you would raise an emotional fucking Scorpio child. Do you think that's why
0: you're like not you try not to be emotional?
1: I try not to be I'm so emotional and I try so hard to be hard, core. It's crazy. I think I'm pretty emotional. It just comes out in different ways. It's like, it doesn't necessarily come out in tears. It comes out like with like, where my, where people like get like overwhelmed by my presence because I'm in, in a mood or it comes out with like my tongue when I like just say shit and I know it's mean and then I have to apologize later like I do with you all the time. And then, <laughs> or just like sometimes crying or sometimes just lashing out. Like it's just emotional in different ways. I think people, typically think emotion means, like, crying or whatever. No, no, Oh yeah, that's not true. um, But I am emotional. I'm a motherfucking double Scorpio. I'm emotional as fuck. And I'm, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I I guess I haven't always felt space to be emotional with my mom. And um, so when she says that, it really irritates the fuck out of me. And... And so that's why I try to give Irie the space to be emotional, um, but then sometimes I'm like, "Girl, you tripping?" He's <laughs> like, "You are really, really, she's really tripping. There's some drama, but
0: she's emotional too. <laughs> and but it, it's so it's so crazy to be a mom and like, I don't, I, I am very emotional, and I wasn't given a lot of space to be emotional in my household either. It was kind of like, "Yeah, like shut, like, shut up, stop, like are you stop crying." My dad would like laugh at me. My dad's like a jokester, like, <laughs> "Oh, you sad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like shit, like that." Um, and so I think that does that does spill over, and then in my regular life, when I am feeling emotional, I'm I'm not acknowledging it, and I'm not saying that. I'm like, "No, I'm good. I'm good." Actually, just get the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? When I'm like, "I'm not good. I'm sad." And I go through I go through periods where I allow myself to like be more emotional than others like the last year and 18 months I cried a lot <laughs> and I feel like I've kind of come from that but now I'm like damn bitch do you need to cry a little bit and and just check There's it's con you're gonna if podcasting has taught me any fucking thing in the world it's like you're gonna constantly have to check in and have to scale and have to refigure like where you're at you know and if you're fucking up and, who you, and how you could be better it's not Healing is not linear. It's a daily minute-to-minute practice. Mm-hmm. Every minute, every fucking minute, you have to like pull yourself out of anxiety, pull yourself out of depression, pull yourself out of sadness and just remind yourself like everything's okay and this type this world that we live in with fucking social media and time 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 do we have enough time have you called that person have you done this like there's just not enough time i sat on the phone on hold like three times this weekend for over an hour and then got disconnected mm. do you know how
1: fucking irritating that is but well, you still got to call back and do the thing mm-hmm. i haven't filed my taxes And when I I feel like when was the time? When did I have the time to do it? When do I have time? Like it's either file my taxes or like have take a day or two for self care for myself because I've worked myself to the ground the past like ten days straight. And it's like taxes can wait.
0: And then it's like if I wait, if I don't tend to this right now, what's the worst that's gonna happen? Government's
1: gonna fucking come after me (laughs) because I haven't filed for last year either. You have four hundred million. Speaking of which, does anyone know a really good tax person? DM me. (laughs) Who's gonna get me the most money back? Ask me that. The the Hennessy of the Both. I'm sure. <sighs> anyway, mm-hmm. um is This uh,
0: episode brought to you by Hennessy. This <laughs> episode brought to you by,
1: by Hennessy. It is Mother's Day. I swear to God, we do love being moms. Um No, I do love being a mom. There are so many like beautiful experiences that I've shared with Irie over the last six years. Her birthday just happened, which was amazing, and she had a great time. And and watching her grow up is like one of the most it is it's the most amazing experience i will ever have in my life um you know i guess i just worry that i'm fucking it up but you know she seems she seems like she's doing right that's how every, every time i think i'm
0: fucking up real bad i see luna and i think she missed me and she's like uh-huh. <laughs> yeah I'm like oh okay you're fine i'm like are you sure you weren't sad i was like you're talking to her she's like what and i'm like never
1: mind <laughs> oh my god anyway okay, let's shift gears okay don't we have an advice question <laughs> we do it's a good
0: one too today's advice question is a freaky one it's a freaky it's a little freaky we love freaky everything
1: <laughs> oh my god i have a little confession so you know it's masturbation may and yeah i'm not really having sex or i'm not really i'm not having sex at all but i've been using this app called Dipsy. You know you heard me talk about it and it is the most amazing app. It has hundreds of erotic tales that tantalize my senses. When I tell you this app turns me on like I'm wet (laughs) listening to this shit, Matter of fact, let me just play you a little clip. because Okay, our, okay. Let, me, let, me, let, me, let me see what's going on over there. Okay, and this is our homeboy, Sharonis Jackson, who oh. partnered with Dipsy and did a little episode, and goddamn, here we go. Brushing against her smooth skin, I was trying to take in every feeling, my thumb moving in tight circles on her clay. Mm. she took a sharp breath, her back arching. Mm, that's all you get. That's all you get.
0: Damn. I ain't never even thought about Sharona's like that, except for a couple episodes of Insecure. But suddenly I
1: might have to go download Dipsy. Girl, I'm telling you. And not only that, if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories and soundscapes. They have stories for every gender, every kink, anything that you're into, they have stories for. And even if you're with a partner, you can listen to Dipsy and get turned on with your partner if you're in the car. Mm, like a form of foreplay. It's totally a form of foreplay. And I'm so excited because for our listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30 day free trial when you go to slash goodmoms. That's D I P S E A slash goodmoms. Trust me, you guys are going to be wet, hot, and bothered listening to these stories, you guys. 30 day free trial. You're welcome.
0: If you have any advice questions, don't forget to hit us up in our email and put subject line advice. Hey, I'm not sure if y'all actually read your DMs. We do. But I need help. I started dating this guy and he's so amazing. Has his master's degree, super kind, handsome, good dick, and super well off. But he's into cuckolding. I don't know if I'm even comfortable with that. Does this mean he's bisexual? I wouldn't be bothered by his sexuality if he were, but I'm super confused as to what he likes in bed and what I should do since I have no experience with a situation like this. Do y'all know anything about this and what problems would arise or how I should talk to him about it? Um, for those of you who don't know what cuck is, it's a man who willingly encourages his wife or girlfriend to sleep with other people because it brings him pleasure.
1: Pass him over. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I
0: told her. I said, "Girl, sounds like you came up. Sounds like a come up. Sounds to me. like a motherfucking come up." <laughs> she, la- I continued the conversation with her because you know my freaky ass was right to the rescue. Um, she said that he's even down to have a male, male, female threesome, and I was like, "I think you need to. Fi- I think you need to try it out." I, I don't think that. First of all, I, don't, I, I, you know, I'm. I don't think that being a cuckold makes you bisexual by any
1: means. Well, doesn't necessarily mean that he wants to interact with man it means that he just wants to see his woman be, be pleased be penetrated or like yeah be pleased by someone else it, and be a spectator to that either because he's you know voyeuristic or because like, watching the person he loves or cares about experiencing pleasure outside of himself turns me on i kind of what's a what i'm a cut queen i think i'm a cut queen what what mm-hmm. did you make that up no i think that actually is so a cut, what is it you want to be you want your boy your husband to watch you um wait see like wife the wife of an adulterous husband is a cut queen like, oh no maybe i'm a cut queen i don't know whatever this is a wrong definition i want i i want to watch the person that i care about experience pleasure from another woman like i haven't have i have it I, haven't, I have yet to experience it but like i've encouraged it multiple times even on this little secret trip i went on i try i wanted that to happen i told him that i wanted it to happen and you believe it I think you believe me but I think I don't know then I'm like, then I think like I scare men when I say that type of shit because and then I'm like that's what I was saying too like I push people not like pushing people away like I, but I know for sure, and I do want to experience that. I might not like it when it actually happens. That's why I want to know. Like, do right, I actually right. like this? Because when I masturbate, I often think about my lovers with other people and me watching them. And me not, like, being involved Being No.
0: That's interesting. Actually, when I got that question, I was with this guy that I'm seeing. And I explained it to him. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Fuck no.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, no. All right. Um, <laughs> when, I was, when Samaya was here... Um, Sexual essentials, shout out to Sexual Essentials. Um, she was sitting on the couch and she was explaining like her her desire to experience um, male, male, female, and like she, the way she explained it made it so appealing to me. And I'd never really like heard it explained in such beautiful detail. Um, and she was just saying like she's like I'd be willing. She was like I'd be willing to pay for this experience. Like I want two men that. like fuck with each other not fuck with each other sexually but like are cool like right respect like respect each other have a good rapport who adore me and who want to like shower me with affection and love like sit there cook dinner for me like like whisper to each other about how they're gonna like please me and like I'll you know I'll handle the salad you get the pasta massage whatever me. come in like massage me eat my pussy pour me a glass of wine like really like wine and dine me and it doesn't have to be this nasty experience that porn you know presents this experience to be it's actually like a beautiful experience often the, what we see in porn when a man experiences two women, when it's like a romance scene, right. rarely do you see, you know, vice versa. Yeah. And so when she explained it that way, I was like, that sounds fucking amazing. Like what? Yeah. I would, I want to experience that. I, I Duh.
0: <laughs> but also there's so much shame about, like, there's so much shame in even saying that. Right. There's so much shame in even being like, yeah, I would be open to having like two men cater to me at the same time in the same session. Like I, I remember I had an ex and he was like, he said that he had an ex um, express that to him and he was like, I would never marry her. I'm like, why? Because then you don't like that one thing can make you not love someone. I'm like, so you never love that person to begin with. Right. And that's the thing with men. They have these fucking rules because that's how society has made it. And then they can just drop you that quickly. I think that's why I don't trust men. I don't trust men to stay or to keep me because I believe that there's so many things that are it's just it's so conditional. Ego makes love so – like a male ego makes their love for women so conditional based on these standards that they don't live by at all. (laughs) Like we're different. Like we're different. I, I had this conversation with this guy and he was like, well, women can get pregnant, so it's different. I, you know, I can experience different women, but I can only get pregnant once a year. I was like, but you can. Spread improve. your seed yeah. all." Yeah. I'm like, the so you lot.
1: think God intended for you to just go in bitches and we just sit. So because women can only get pregnant once a year, we're supposed to not have multiple sexual partners? Basic, it basically like scientifically, like he's trying to make it like some scientific. Some literature. male scientist came up with this. Okay. Some scientific,
0: religious, like I was just like, huh. And also, also that there's more there's more women than there are men. So women are supposed to have one man, and men are supposed to have multiple
1: women. To, whatever. Why are there more men? Because God intended for them to have multiple women. Who made ones. them? Who made them? <laughs> right. Fuck That's, you. Right. Honestly, fuck you. You wouldn't even be here without us, so shut the fuck up. It's just, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> I do want, I, I would want to experience that. It's just so rare that you find
1: two men that would be willing to do it in a cordial, especially black men. Yeah. Yeah. It's very rare, especially in the black, black man space. Um, Damn, I would, you know what, Samaya, I would be willing to pay for that shit too. When she said she'd pay for it, I was like, you know what, at least if you know you pay, you know you're You're getting getting what you you want. want. And that's basically what she said too. She's like, I want to get the experience that I I want want. and that's why I will pay for it. And I was like, you know what? You're fucking right. You're a genius. I can't. I'm getting on just for this purchase. Where are who connect us to the OnlyFans of the men? Wait, <laughs> <We're
0: down. down. laughs> But wait, um, when it, when it, I follow all those sites like Black Poly Nation, Poly Couples? Like and they're always like, we're looking for our queen. <laughs> I'm looking for my kings. <laughs> hi, I'm Mila, and I'm I'm looking for my kings. Even right now, I'm like, hi, I'm Mila and Erica,
1: we're <laughs> wives, and we're looking we're for kings. kings. <laughs> What's it <nice>? S. <laughs>
0: With I'm a like, Z.
1: With a
0: Z. <laughs> <laughs> Daddies, a.k.a. kings. Um, <laughs> the crazy part about this is like a little bit of part of me has anxiety about even saying this, even though I don't give a fuck, but like I do like what if which one of my niggas is going to come and judge me and drop me over this conversation? If you drop me over my secret fan, my public fantasy, my <laughs> secret, secret public, fantasies. public fantasies, did you ever really love me at all? Because, you know, that's another thing. Oh, back to our advice question. We put into our own fucking, our own fantasies. When it comes to sex, there's really no judgment in kink. Unless, as long as you're not hurting anyone and it's all adults and humans. I don't really think there's any weird thing with kinks. There's no fantasy that's too weird. People, fantasies come up in all different places and all different ways. Like, I, you can't really judge a fantasy and like there's really no spectrum of sexuality. Like I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm in the between, I'm 50-50, like there's just, it's just not that clear and cut. You know what you do like and don't like and like, that's the part about having a partner. Right? And it
1: changes. You evolve. You're allowed to change your mind. Every about, day. Every day, like, I'm allowed to say, you know what? I don't want to do that. And then next week be like, you know what? Maybe I've changed my mind. Like, we get so married to these rules about what our sexuality looks like, what, what, what sex looks like for us. And I don't know, like, I just, I want to encourage all of us to kind of rethink the rules that we've made and not judge ourselves if, and if, the rules we believe and if like you or you're listening listening if you're listening to us talk about male male female and it sounds appealing to you and suddenly you're like huh never looked at it that way that might sound appealing don't judge yourself for that yeah, yeah. like don't like i'm a slut oh my god like why does that sound good because it fucking does sound good that's, that's all why. about you, you 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 like maya said yeah we give so much it's time for us to get some shit back
0: oh my god if can you imagine if for mother's day we could buy that for ourselves I mean, minus the dick talks, but I'm just saying, (laughs) what if you could just, if you moms everywhere, if this is your fantasy and you participate in this for mother's day, can you tell us about it? (laughs) Um, More importantly than encouraging. I mean, I also want to encourage, if you have that fantasy and you're a woman, don't judge yourself, but even more past that, if you're a man and you have these deep toxic beliefs that you are a man and so only you can have certain fantasies and only you can fulfill certain fantasies and it's only made for you to experience certain type of pleasure, I really encourage you to break out of that bullshit. Like, it's holding everybody back. It's holding women back. It's, it's holding shame on women. And it's just, it's not helping the flow of life. It's not. You need to, like, think bigger. You need to be more mature. You need to be more kinky. You need to be more open and you need to be more free. Oh, my God. Talking about you being um, pushy, (laughs) I thought about you this weekend because I was, like, telling someone, like, relax. You need to relax. Take off your jeans. Relax. Why are you so, like, are you at peace? And then I was talking about us on the boat, and I was, like, forcing someone to relax and, like, t- be touchy-feely. And you're like, you can't just force people to be kumbaya with you, bitch. Everyone's not fucking receptive. And I'm like, I just wanted them to be loved. I just wanted them to embrace each other and embrace me. You're like, you can't go around trying to kiss everybody in your toplessness. <laughs> I'm like, they didn't want to embrace me? And I'm like, damn, am I a little forceful and with my flow? I'm like, I, I never put it, thought about it that way, but i like... I'm a forcefully peaceful bitch. <laughs> you will get all this peace. Moan with me, hug me. I'm, I, I'm naked. Listen,
1: I just don't want you to be the next me too.
0: <laughs> She's like, you're gonna get our podcast me too. <laughs> because I won't stop hugging and moaning strangers. <laughs> I realize it's a part of my gift. I'm supposed to just like I think I'm supposed to like break people open and heal them and like, ah, relax, release with me. But even I'm a little pushy and I just show the fuck out. Everyone doesn't want to be peaceful. I think, I think with part
1: you. of honing that gift is knowing when people are when people are on, like past the point of like openness and now they've totally shut down and they're not gonna receive anything you're giving them. I'm still gonna try though. <laughs> um speaking of sex and speaking of freaky shit and all that stuff and you know it's Mother's Day and you know we're all mothers because we were fucking so essentially you know people always shame moms for like enjoying sex and like talking and us even even us talking about sex so openly people are always so shocked like wow you guys talk about sex so openly I'm like we have we have kids like we actually we, we did the thing that like we were the, the God or whatever, the Bible or Jesus, whoever the fuck said we're supposed to be doing, <laughs> like <laughs> this deliberate, literally, he said, "Be fruitful and multiply." I listened, okay, <laughs> and now you don't want me to talk about it? The fuck is wrong with you? um We have a horror story, guys. It's been a while. Uh, 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 <sighs> Yeah, it's horror story o'clock. If you're just you know tuning into the podcast for the first time, or maybe it's you know you tuned in in the middle and you haven't heard what a horror story is. A horror story is a highly horish hotel. Um, it's either funny, a little scary, um, a little wild, crazy, um, level ten socially whorish things yes and we say whorish in the best way possible because we love to hear from you and if you guys have any hotels which we have had, I've had at least like eight people recently tell me they have hotels and then you guys don't send them it's very annoying like I don't care if you don't tell me <laughs> don't give me like three sentences of that oh my god bitch I had the craziest hotel I can't wait to tell you and then I say message me and write it beautifully and then you don't like right. Anyway, this is a hotel from um, a listener, and here goes. When I was twenty, I started dating a thirty-five-year-old man. My dignitized ass fell into a situationship and dealt with a year of physical and mental abuse. Until one night, I watched him choke one of the women he was cheating on me with, and she pulled af- cheating on me with after she pulled up and was screaming up and down the street that that she be elbow deep in his ass. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this kind of sounds like Amber, when she said, remember she said like Kanye? Do when like Oh, yeah. I
0: they got into it on Twitter <laughs> and then she's like, i like, be finger in your booty hole.
1: You and everybody else. <laughs> you and every nigga. Every nigga likes a little finger in the booty hole. I don't care what they say. 99.9. 9. <clears throat> anyway. He lived in an apartment with his best friend of 20 years, so I ran upstairs to tell him his boy had lost his mind I'm hysterically crying and this man starts sensually. Oh, okay. So the, 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 the roommate? oh my God. I'm hysterically crying and this man starts sensually rubbing my back and shoulders. Fast forward to a month later after his friend coached me through leaving him. I went to their apartment and fucked his friend who gave me even better dick. My ex heard and recognized my moan. <laughs> <laughs> huh, I know that moan. I mother. know that moan. <laughs> He waited for me outside all night. When I went to leave, I saw him. He tried to come for me, and I told him after what he put me through, I wouldn't feel bad fucking his dad. (laughs) But his best friend and nephew was enough and worth the wait. (laughs) Male, male, female, nephew. Nephew too? Oh,
0: what's that story though? This is the thing, fellas, and I'm not saying this with bragging, but I'm letting you know. Niggas always want to fuck with women. You always wanna fuck with us and fuck with us and fuck with us and push us and push us and push us. But no one will ever get the last laugh better than a woman, ever. We will fuck your dad. We will fuck your uncle. We will fuck your nephew. And you will cry. And that's what the fuck you will deserve because you're an abusive fucking asshole last (laughs) thing. That brings me joy. This is why niggas, this is why no one trusts each other. <laughs> um, side note, we really are about um, building family and community, but when a nigga's doing some dumb shit when a woman's
1: fed, fed up, up, up
0: then, then then you can do about it. it. <laughs>
1: Yo, that <laughs> shit is so true. So, the, whoever hurt, who's in that song? R. Kelly? R. Kelly. Yeah, whoever hurt him. And you know, actually, he hurt.
0: He hurt a lot of people. Yeah. I just told somebody that hurt people hurt people. However, a spiteful woman is not a woman you want to fuck with. A woman who is retaliating against your bullshit will always, always sink her teeth in, baby. I will tell you. We could be the most loyal creatures. We are the most loyal creatures. But when we want to get a nigga back, there's really nothing you could do about it. Niggas be fucking everybody. <laughs> the homies. Everybody. I've heard hella stories from niggas about them. I've heard my nigga this nigga told me he fucked the mom, his baby mama's, the, the baby mama, the baby mama's mom and her sister. Cause he was giving serving them weed.
1: I don't wanna hear shit. I don't
0: wanna hear it. I don't wanna hear it. Like just the shame that was projected on women just purely because we have a vagina that's not addressed to men is so incredibly fucking stupid. We're the same nigga. We are both human. We both have feelings. We both like to fuck. We both have fantasies. If you don't get it, you're dumb. <laughs> and if you can't accept it, you're dumb. And if you find a woman who's willing to pretend like she's down for the bullshit, she's cheating on you. So yeah, either be monogamous or be fair. Amen. Either be monogamous or be equal. We're equal. If we're if we're not each other's equal, kick rocks. I don't really know what to tell you. I'm talking to myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you having a little little therapy session with yourself, boo boo? Yep.
0: <laughs> as empowered as we are, as much as we talk shit every week,
1: we're still we're still have shame associated with there's sh- so much shame so I've been reading this book The Ethical Slut I've posted it a few times on social I don't know if you guys have read it but shout out to Alessandra for sending all the greatest gifts yeah constantly I, all the time thank you girl um, but this book is going to change my life I'm, I'm only like 25 pages in and I've literally highlighted every page has at least like 10 lines I'm like I'm basically highlighting the whole book and like reading chapters. I was reading them to one of the dudes I'm seeing. I was like, you see this? This is why. This is what I need when I say this. And um, it's just really empowering and enlightening when it comes to the agreements that we've made around sex and um, how monogamy is really a new thing. It's really like a very new um, tradition, I would say every like religion is at pa- the Patriarch. All of these things that we deeply believe, even if we don't believe them,
0: are ingrained in us so deeply. And it's just like, this is why we do this. This is why we have these conversations because I have to talk to myself to talk to you, to break ourselves out of this, this bullshit <laughs> because it's fake, it's fake. These, the, these systems and beliefs that we hold so
1: dearly, subconsciously and consciously are so fucking fake. And But they even talk about how monogamy, is it, that that's what you choose after reading the book understanding, you know, all the aspects and you choose monogamy and then that's what you really want. And that's okay because that's a form, that's a, that's a, that's a form of relationship, obviously, like that people choose when they have free choice and there's nothing wrong with monogamy. And like, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, preach and say, and you know, people that are married that have chosen to be with one person their entire life. And that's what they subscribe to that. You guys are fucking wrong. And that like, that's crazy, That's crazy. Like, no, like that works for you. Then that works for you. But there are so many other ways to love someone. And um, yeah, I'm just... Uh, Is The Ethical Slot your new Bible? I'm just excited to explore that more this month. Because I think in May, we're really going to have a few different guests on to talk about sex and the history of sex and kind of just explore what we want out of sex and love more. And what we believe and want.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's important to be like, damn, why do I, when I say this, when I said, damn, I kind of want a male, male, female, three, Why? like a little bit inside of me, I cringe a little bit like, oh no, I hope no one hears this. Um, what is that? Because I am free and I, I like, I, I pride myself in that, but also I'm not, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's still parts of me that are attached to wanting to be loved and accepted. And if you, and if I say this out loud, can I still be loved and accepted? Can someone still want me as their wife or to keep me, you know? And like, that's the thing, wanting to feel worthy enough to be kept
1: but the truth is wanting to be kept in general you know the wanting to even be kept
0: like so so much so that you will disregard your own feelings and your own desires and fantasies to appease someone else's idea of what you you of what you should look like and how you should be even if that person doesn't subscribe to the same behavior they want you to subscribe to huh
1: anyway it's late the kids must go to sleep um Happy Mother's Day, you guys. I don't know what I, what you guys are doing for Mother's Day, but I hope- Going guys, to eat, like what everybody does every year. I hope year. you guys are, you know, maybe get some massages. Um, I hope that if you are not doing the dick talks that you get some excellent dick, penis, or Vagina, vagina. both. Both together at once or separately. <laughs> Side by side. I don't know. Whatever you need to do, do it. Uh, I hope your kids spoil you and on that day act right just for that one day. Like, I hope those kids just act the fuck right. You know? Just that one day. I'm actually gonna we'll go ahead and talk I was gonna this. say I'm gonna have to we'll talk have a, a little chat part. with Irene. and be like, you know, on Sunday, like what's my I'm Sunday gonna like this day. week is Mother's Day. You know, like this this is my week. So please just bear with me. Like, what is Mother's Day? Actually, should we ask them okay Oh yeah. Come here. You guys hi, hi. We're doing a vlog and right in the middle of a vlog. You're in the middle of a vlog? What kind of vlogging are you guys doing? We're doing about our slimes. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, well, we wanted to, we're in the middle of a vlog too. We wanted to ask you some questions. Um, This week's a holiday. Do you know what it is? Mother's Mother's Day.
1: Oh, you do know. What does Mother's Day mean?
0: You celebrate your mothers.
1: How do you celebrate us?
0: By giving them gifts. That's it? Yeah.
1: Okay. What's What's your favorite thing about your moms?
0: Um. What? You guys
1: have <laughs> different moms. Yeah. You're you're different, can, you, you, you can share can, ideas. What yeah. is What is it, Ari? What's your favorite thing about me?
0: Um. Uh,
1: he always takes me to school every day. That's it. <laughs> to School every day. That's your favorite <laughs> thing about me. That's all you got, girl. Luna, don't, I don't leave know. on this. What's your favorite thing, Lou?
0: Um, when you get my favorite thing about you is that you're smart. Mm. Oh, thanks, babe. You think I'm smart? I think favorite thing about you,
1: you, um, you are bumpy. (laughs) Bumpy? That's not nice. Listen, your mom has, has apostrophe now. So she's working on
0: that. The real thing why I like it is when you feed me food when I was a baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When I fed you food when you were a baby. What about right now? What about right now? What what about right now, girl? Um,
0: Do you guys
1: want to be moms one day? No. No. Really? No, because the kids will be annoying. Okay, Irie, I know that. I mean, Luna, I know you want kids, but Irie, do you want kids? No. That's not. I do not. I do not want kids. That's not what you told me, Irie. You don't have to say that just because Luna says it. No! Luna, I'm waiting for a better response for your favorite thing about me. (laughs) What do you think a mom's job is? To get money. To get money? Why do we need money?
0: To get get some money and buy some
1: stuff. What kind of stuff are we buying? Clothes. What else is a mom's job besides get money?
0: Um... Get stuff for your kids.
1: Spend time with your kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know you. Do you know how much we love you? Yeah. yeah. How much?
0: That's, I can't even fit it. A thousand. My hands are too little.
1: Your hands are too little for us to fit it all in.
0: That big. Wait. Do it, Ivory. That. Yeah.
1: Do you think we're good moms? Yes. Yes. Just good or like excellent? Excellent. Excellent. Good or great?
0: Great. great.
1: Is good bad? No. no. Are we, like, one of your best
0: friends? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? She said yes. <laughs> oh, okay. What's one special thing
1: about your relationship with your mom? Um, having
0: fun.
1: Having fun? That's it? That's all you got for us?
0: One special thing about my relationship with you, Luna, is I enjoy when we dance together. What about you? Um, me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When we, when you, when I do soccer, when you take me to soccer.
1: Okay, that's sweet. One thing that I love to do with you, Irie, is sing in the car and make up songs.
0: I do that. I do. Um, like you taking me to.
1: School. (laughs) To school. That's your favorite thing. That's your. That's it. That's your favorite thing to do with me. Not our like dance parties we have. Dance parties too. Or like our singing competitions. Yeah. Or you know all the fun activities we do together. Yeah, that's all. Like skiing. Yeah, can't ski so yeah.
0: Cuddles. Going in the pool. The real thing I love is skiing.
1: And the real thing I love is skiing and going in the pool. Can you tell all the moms that are listening, happy Mother's Day?
0: Happy Happy Mother's Mother's Day. Day! Bye. Bye.
1: Just so you guys know, that's like the third time we've done that.
0: (laughs) And it is 11.29. We got to go. They're
1: delusional. (laughs) And we are too. We are too. I hope you guys have a great Mother's Day. Happy Masturbation May. Happy Dick Talks. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Take some time for yourself and don't feel bad about it. And make sure you check out Dipsy because on some real shit, those, the app is fire. It's, it's fire, fire, fire. Matter of fact, I'm going to listen to it as I go to sleep. And That's have, a good idea. And have some sexy dreams. Mm, I like that idea. I think mm. I'm going to do the same. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Happy
0: sexy dreams. Happy Mother's Day. Bye.